Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I was recently asked when I add salt to my saltwater pools. I'm going to go over some guidelines for you when you're going to recharge a saltwater pool with salt and when to actually start doing this with the saltwater generators on your pool route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. One thing to keep in mind if you have a saltwater pool or if you service saltwater pools on your route is that the salt does not evaporate out of the water. Salt is part of the TDS, or total dissolved solids in the water. And so over time, the salt will build up in the pool, and it doesn't evaporate out. So with a normal pool that's not a saltwater pool, if you're using liquid chlorine, you're going to actually build up the TDS of the pool and raise the salt content for that reason. For a saltwater pool, since since the salt does not evaporate out of the pool water, recharging a saltwater pool is dependent on how diluted it gets from rain or from backwashing or splash out use and so there really is no hard and fast rule of how much salt you need to add to a pool to recharge it some pools may require no salt during the season to recharge it or the new season to recharge it other pools may require one two or three bags of salt depending and so when i'm saying dilution i'm talking if you get excessive amount of rain here in california Southern California, the average rainfall is anywhere from 8, maybe 12 inches of rain. So it's not a huge amount of rain in my area. I think in my area, the larger factor is the actual pool evaporation. Now, I did mention that salt doesn't evaporate out of the pool, but as the water evaporates in the summertime, you're going to be adding fresh water to the pool, and this fresh water will actually dilute the salt in the pool because you're adding more fresh water without salt in it. And so the salt level will gradually drop, In my area, typically in the summertime, a pool will lose about one, one and a half inches of water, sometimes even two inches of water per week. And so you're adding, you know, 18 or 20 inches of water to your pool in the summertime, which if you look at the perimeter of the pool that you're adding water to, and let's say you have a 20,000 gallon pool, and every week it's going down by one inch around the perimeter of that pool, you're basically just kind of calculate all summer long, you're going to lose about 20 inches. And so kind of visualize that pool with 20 inches less of water. And that's how much water is being added to the pool during that season or the summer season, which is quite a bit of water. In some cases, you're, you're talking, you know, two or 3,000 gallons of water. And so the pool is definitely losing water in that respect or diluting the salt, um, so to speak. And so that's one of the factors you have to factor in is how much rainwater you get, how much water is evaporating and filling with fresh water. And then backwashing the pool or splash out. If you have a sand filter, of course you're going to use more. You're going to do more backwashing, and so the the uh, water, more fresh water is going to be added to the pool. Same with a DE filter versus a cartridge filter. We don't backwash, and so 
You don't really have the backwashing going on there, diluting the water. So all of this to say that to calculate how much salt to add to a pool is based on a lot of factors here that I mentioned. And then you have the also the factor of um, the salt system and how much salt it requires. Most of them require around 3,100 parts per million. So if you're in that range, it's going to activate and work effectively at that range. There are a few systems that require more salt. Some will work with a little bit less salt. Um, but the salinity level is based on the manufacturer, and I think the ballpark would be about 3,000 or 3,100. And so you want to achieve that level at the beginning of the season. So when do I actually add the salt to the pool? I usually add salt to the pools in April and May when the water temperature is heating up, the salt water system is activated and is generating. Again, in cold water, if you don't know this, the salt water system is not working. So once, once the water temperature drops below 60 degrees, most salt systems will turn off or not produce chlorine, and so they're not running in the wintertime. And so there's really no reason to add salt in the wintertime because they're not even running. And you have the danger of adding salt in the wintertime and adding too much, and then it makes you um, susceptible to have to drain the pool partially in the summer to bring the salt level back down. So I never add salt in the wintertime unless I'm adding salt for a new salt water generator during that time. Otherwise, I don't add salt to the pool so around April and May is when I start adding salt to the pool. Now you want to get a good salinity meter, and there are a number of good salinity meters out there on the market. They have uh, the Hawk brand makes a good one. I like using the um, pH Plus. It's by uh, Sensafe, and they make a really good salinity meter with the pH meter. And then recently, I recently tested the Oakton CTS Tester 50C. There'll be a video coming out pretty soon on YouTube on that one. Basically, this tester is extremely accurate. It's, it's an Australian company, and Australia is where they started the saltwater um, systems. And so, of course, you're going to have the more advanced saltwater systems and testers coming out of Australia. And I believe that Oakton c contracted with this Australian company to make this tester. Bottom line, it's really accurate. And so you want a saltwater salinity tester that's very accurate, that you know that when you put it in the pool, if it says 3,100 parts per million, that pool has 3,100 parts per million in it. And you can easily calibrate a saltwater meter with a 3,000 parts per million salinity solution. So calibrating the systems are usually pretty easy. But those are the three that I really like and I use on my pool route. The Hawk brand, the um, PH Plus with, from Sensafe, and then the Okatin CTS Tester 50C. And one reason why I don't like relying on the system salt reading is that sometimes it's not accurate. So if you have a Hayward Aquarite and it's saying there's 2,800 parts per million, you may have 3,500. Same with the iClor. It's pretty good, but it may be off by, you know, 100, 200 parts per million. And any other system could be off by some degree of parts per million. I think the standalone digital salinity meters are much better and much more accurate. So once you test the water and find out the salt level, let's say that you do a test and it's at 2,600, well then you have to kind of know the size of the pool that you're dealing with. So if you have a 14,000 gallon pool, you would look on the back of the bag of salt and there's a chart on most of these bags that tell you how much salt per gallons of water is needed to raise it by a certain parts per million. And if you refer to that, it's pretty easy to calculate. You can also use like online calculators like thepoolcalculator.com. may not be completely necessary, if you look at the back of the bag, you can kind of get an idea of how much salt to add. And then I wouldn't add more salt. I would kind of err on the side of caution. So if you think you have to add two bags, I would add one bag, retest the following week to see what level you're at. And if you have to add another bag, go ahead and add that. One also caution about relying on the system salinity reading, Hayward Aquarite or the Pentair. 
is that they may give you a false high reading or false low reading. So false low readings come in a lot of times when the salt cell is dirty or if the salt cell is dying, you're going to get a false low reading. And a false high reading may be another number of factors. I've seen both on the spectrum, mainly low readings that are actually not accurate and there's more salt in the water. And so the standalone digital testers are definitely preferable in determining what the salinity level is or salt level versus the automated system or the display screen of the salt system itself. And so I highly recommend a digital salinity meter that you can actually use at your accounts to test the salt level so you know that you're adding the right amount of salt to the pool and you're not overdoing it uh, with the salt. And with that said, you want to make sure that you're adding the salt when the season's starting so that the salt water generator is going to activate and then it'll it'll actually be working with the added salt to the pool. Again, that's why you don't want to add salt to the winter because the cell's not even producing chlorine and you don't want to overdo it by adding salt in cold water anyway. It's not going to be effective. So that's pretty easy. You just find out the salt level of the pool. And again, the salt usually stays in the pool. You don't have to add five or six bags of salt. The only time you're adding a huge amount of salt to a pool that's already had the initial dose is if there's a leak somewhere. So if you have a pool and you're adding you know, two or three bags every month to that pool, chances are there's a pretty big leak there and you're losing the salt by the fact that water's going out of the pool and you're adding fresh water to the pool. So under normal circumstances, you may need to add one bag of salt, maybe two or three bags of salt when the season starts. In my area, I'm talking here, if your area gets a lot more rain, you're probably going to add more. And during the season, once you have the pool charged up to the salt level, let's say you have it at 3,100, Chances are it's going to stay that way the whole season. You may drop down to 3,000 parts per million with some fresh water being added to the pool, but you're not going to drop down to 2,000 parts per million unless there's a leak in the pool, and then you'll find you'll be adding a lot of salt to the pool because of the fresh water being added. So there's no hard and fast rule of thumb when it comes to recharging a pool with salt. I definitely recommend testing it in April or May when the season starts, and then adding the salt appropriately. Now you want to charge the customer for the bag of salt, of course, Unless they purchase it themselves, that's perfectly fine. But if you purchase it and bring it over there, that's a lot of labor and you have to charge for that. And so you mark it up to a reasonable price for a bag of salt. Here, if you're going to drop off a bag of salt for a customer, it's anywhere from $12 to $14 per bag. And that includes picking it up at the supplier, putting it in your truck, and then lugging that 40-pound bag to the customer's backyard. And that costs money because you're spending your time, resources, and of course, physical labor to bring that salt back there for the customer. You don't want to include salt as part of the regular service charge because then you're going to lose money as you add bags of salt to the customer's pools during the beginning of the season. And definitely one thing that I should caution you on is that sometimes the customer will be proactive and they'll look at their display and they'll add salt to the pool um, before you get a chance to and they may add too much salt. I've had this happen on a number of occasions where a customer with a Hayward Aquarite sees it as a 2700 or 2600. They see the red light flashing. It may be February or March. And they'll go online or go to the Home Depot and buy five bags of salt and dump it in there. And so don't be surprised that if you test that pool in April and it's at 5,000 parts per million, you may be scratching your head wondering, how can this pool go from 3,500 parts per million last season to 5,000 parts per million this season? kind of a head scratcher but then just remember the customer could have added that salt without you knowing in fact I was at a pool one time where the customer actually added the salt to the pool the only way I knew they did this was that in the trash can on my way out I saw 
three bags of salt, the empty bags of salt were in the trash can and the recycle can just sitting on top there. So I knew he had a salt to his pool and right away I thought, oh no, he had way too much salt because it was, you know, January and the reading is definitely not accurate on the, on the meter. And sure enough, when the season started and I tested it, it was like 5,500 parts per million. And so that can happen too. So be aware of that. Also, that factor is that the customer could add salt. So one thing you want to tell the customer with a salt water pool is that you will add the salt, you'll purchase it, you'll charge them for it. You don't really want them adding the salt while you're doing the pool because then it can cause some problems. So definitely make that a hard and fast rule for you with your service customers so that you know that they're not adding salt before you add salt or you check the salt level in the pool, which could cause lots of problems with having too much salt in that pool. So it's really not that complicated. You just want to take a salinity reading in April or May and then add the appropriate amount of salt to the pool based on the gallons and based on the back of the bag of how much salt is required to raise it to a X amount part per million in that pool. And if you're interested in learning more about saltwater pools, on my website, swimmingprolearning.com, I have an ebook available for $9.99, and a lot of the ebook, a lot of the pages in the ebook cover saltwater systems. I also have web pages based on saltwater systems you can refer to also. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining. And again, you can learn more at poolguidecoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.